Welcome to the Defiant Business Podcast. A business podcast produced by Defy the Status Quo for forward-thinking businesses and savvy professionals looking to defy the status quo of mediocre customer experiences, barely surviving businesses, and haphazard business development. We'll explore best marketing and sales practices, improving business processes, attracting your ideal clients or customers, striking your perfect work-life balance, business basics, intentional inclusion in business, and so much more. Thank you for joining me today. Let's do this. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to another Marketing Monday. My name is Ruthie Bowles, and I am the host of this weekly Monday morning marketing. Ooh, Monday morning marketing. All right. Monday morning marketing show. And I'm also the founder of Defy the Status Quo, which is an authority marketing consultancy that works with B2B consultants to use their story and their expertise to increase their industry authority authority and generate more leads. So if you are watching this right now, today we are going to talk about virtual event marketing. This has been a crazy weakness in tons of companies' strategies. Um, We've seen a lot more virtual events. You know, there was a lot of webinars, lots of webinars at the start of, of quarantine. And, you know, that was okay. But, you know, drop an emoji or or a comment in the chat if you've been in a boring webinar, you know, in the last like six months, right? Because I'm willing to bet you have. I have. I didn't stay there very long, but I have. So if you have, drop an emoji, drop a comment, drop something, um, because I am sure that I am not alone. So if you also want to feel not alone, let's gather. So what I wanted to talk about today is is how we can better market these events. For B2B companies, anybody who kind of has a a more sophisticated audience, uh, webinars can be a really good opportunity. But if you don't market them, people are not going to show up. (laughs) So say that again, if you don't market them properly, people aren't gonna show up. They might even sign up, but if you don't keep them excited, then they are not showing up. And who here has all the time to watch the recordings that everybody keeps sending you? Not me. Okay, so let's go ahead and write into it because I've got a lot of different channels to cover and I want to make sure I give you the best information possible. So website content and your blog. So first things first, what you want to do, you definitely want to create a banner or a header for your site, right? Create a banner or a header for your site so that your webinar or your virtual summit or whatever it is, is front and center. You might also consider an exit intent pop-up. Now, I know all of us are kind of like, uh, pop-ups, but you know what? They are proven to work and maybe it is just that little reminder that somebody needs, hey, this webinar is really interesting, so make sure you put some effort into that pop-up if you use one. And then, of course, you gotta have a landing page for your webinar. Um, And we're gonna get into a little bit more about landing pages later. But what I really wanted to focus on here was blog posts. I'm not seeing enough companies do this. And maybe it's because they're coming up with the events and the webinars like off the cuff and they're doing them in really short time. But try to get out at least two blog posts that relate to the topics your your event or summit is covering. And what that 
what that'll help you do is create some value focused social media posts that can go back and drive traffic, not just to your website from the blog post, but also to the registration, the landing page for your event. Because what's gonna happen is you're gonna be able to use those posts to generate interest and oh, this is what this topic means. So it gives your audience a little bit of pre-education opportunity in addition to kind of building a breadcrumb trail to your webinar if you choose to offer it as an evergreen webinar that people can sign up for on demand. Now you've got a, you know, a blog post or two that also leads that way. So it kind of sets you up for great marketing right now and it sets you up for great marketing uh, in the future. Email marketing. Okay, so of course there's the reminder emails, but I promise that's not all you're supposed to do. Reminder emails are not the end all be all. What about your value emails? What about the excitement you can generate before people actually get to attend your event? So what I'm talking about here is not just emails to your already established list. I'm also talking about emails to the people who have signed up, especially if you're starting to promote it and let's say your webinar is a month away. What are they doing to keep you excited? I just saw on my calendar, for example, I apparently signed up for some sort of LinkedIn webinar and it's on September 10th. And I'm like, when the heck did I sign up for this? I mean, it still sounds interesting. I still want to do it, but when did I sign up for this? And they haven't sent me any emails about it uh, since I signed up. So if I was them, I would have been sending me value emails to keep me excited and keep me pumped about it because as it is, I'm like, I don't even remember signing up for this. Like, what if I don't want to attend anymore? Value emails can be repurposed social media posts. It can be letting people know that you've created a new blog post that relates to the topic of the webinar. These are all options. So be sure to consider how you can use value in your email marketing to keep people excited. We did this at DTSQ for our uh, webinar in April. Uh, it was in-touch marketing during turbulent times, and we'll link to that because it is evergreen now. But we sent out value emails, and we had over 50% attendance from the signups, which is really good. So social media. Now, of course, you got to use your social media channels to market your webinar or your virtual event, your virtual summit, whatever it is, your conference. But have you considered, and most people say no, have you considered Facebook and LinkedIn events? I'll wait. No? Okay. So Facebook and LinkedIn events are a great way besides email to stay in touch with people who have agreed to come to your event. It's also your opportunity to reach out to different people in your networks on either platform and actually connect with them. And you can also post value posts in the event itself, which then sends an alert to people who've been invited, people who've marked maybe, and people who've marked going. And you can also post in there, hey, we're getting ready to start. Be sure to check your email, check your spam folder. And that can be another reminder for people. So do not discount the value of these events, especially because you can post in them and that sends an alert, a notification to anybody who chooses to participate. And you, of course, you can also use uh, places like Eventbrite. If you have a meetup group, you can post it in meetup. So just take advantage of all the different ways that you can announce your event to generate interest and to generate signups. Video content. All right, so video content, I mean, it's really where it's at, and I wanna talk about two options here. So video event promo, I would get that done and out as soon as possible. It can be 15 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds. You want it to be exciting, you want it to be punchy, you want it, or I mean, I guess you want it mostly to line up with what it is that you're doing. So it could be more serious. 
right? It might need to be serious because your topic is serious. But like in my case, I do video promos for my new podcast seasons. And so the last two promos have been very like, ooh, yeah, look at these people. They're so cool, right? So that is how they have been because that matches up with the tone of what I am trying to convey with my podcast is very edgy and, you know, forward thinking, forward leaning, uh, talking about tough topics. And that's how my uh, video promos are. Now, if you are doing an event that has, sorry, if you're doing an event that has multiple speakers, if you're doing an event where maybe you and another person working at your company can have a discussion, then a live stream Q&A ahead of the event could be a really good idea. Or maybe not even a Q&A because sometimes people don't attend live streams right in that moment. But you can ask social media, hey, do you guys have any questions? And use those questions in your live stream. You can then repurpose that live stream into smaller video clips for further promotion across social media and your other distribution channels. So don't discount live streaming. Even if you don't have the coveted live stream on LinkedIn ability like me, I don't have it. I want it, but they haven't given it to me yet. But you know, Facebook live streaming, YouTube live streaming, those are all great options. Are there any giveaways and special promotions you can do in honor of your event? So this could be giving away uh digital information product, physical, actual product. It could be a free consultation call. It could be a free evaluation. There's all sorts of things that it could be, but the key is making sure it's what your audience wants. Okay. So don't give away something that's just like, mm, you know, because nobody's going to sign up for that. And then your post is going to be a little bit embarrassing. So just consider what it is that you might be able to give away or some sort of special promotion. Like if you sign up before this date, you get a discount if your event is paid, right? That can be a great motivator for people. Do not forget your network. Relationship marketing. You have a group of people that you can ask, hey, are you going to come to my event? Ask them directly. Send them, send them an email. Send them a text message. Give them a call. Ask them directly. Are you attending my event? Can you attend my event? Do you know anybody else who can attend my event? Ask them directly for their help. Usually people assume you don't need their help. You know, most people are more like, oh, not me. If they see it in a social media post where you're like, hey, if you know anybody who can attend, right? Most people just keep scrolling. They're like, oh, they're going to get tons of people. They don't need my help. Directly contact these these super fans in your network, you have them and ask them if you can, if they can help you get signups. Like if they know anybody who'd want to come, if they can come, if they can share, ask them for help. That's what we do, right? If I need help, I ask you. So don't forget that. And also consider if your event is paid and you do have some tight uh, network connections, you might consider giving them a referral link and then they get a little, you know, something, something. Remarketing, retargeting ads. These are probably some of the easiest ones that you can set up because you're just retargeting people who came to your landing page. Okay, so you don't have to get fancy. Anybody who came to your landing page, you want to show them an ad. You know, if they didn't convert, if they didn't sign up, they didn't fill out the form, you want to retarget them, right? Now, this isn't something you have to do. We didn't run retargeting ads for our last webinar and our last webinar attendance was great, but it is something to consider especially if you have a little ad money in the budget. So don't discount any of your tools, especially if you know the webinar is going to be incredibly high value. You want to reach the right people. And sometimes people land on the landing page and they're just not ready to buy yet or, you know, convert, right? And when I say buy, it could be a free event. It could be a paid event. Basically what it is, is they're not ready to sign up yet for whatever reason. You haven't convinced them. And then 
your landing page. Tell a story on your landing page. I have seen some pretty sparse landing pages. I'm not saying you shouldn't have the form up front at the top, right? And this is my last point. You should definitely have the form up top because there might be somebody like me. Maybe I'm one of your super fans and I'm like, oh yeah, totally signing up for anything that you do. So I sign up, you know, just as a given, I don't need to see the rest, but maybe some people do. So you want to have your form up at the top above the fold, we call it. So there's no scrolling and then have a story there and then have the form again at the bottom or at different intervals. If you have any testimonials, if you've given a similar webinar or talk before, use your testimonials, embed them in the page. People think that they don't have to treat this like a sales page. You are asking people for their time. Do you know how many virtual events, webinars, summits, conferences, and every other thing are out there right now? Not to mention, like, so in my case, I have four kids. So, and I got like goats and chickens and ducks and stuff. Like, I got stuff to do. So if I don't feel like I'm really connecting with you and I don't know you, why should I sign up for this? So you are asking me for something. You are asking me for something actually more valuable than my money. You are asking for my time. And I am super tired of people wasting my time with virtual events. So you got to really convince me, you know, so use your landing page to tell a story and touch the pain points of your target audience. This will help the right people be attracted to your event. And then you continue to nurture them by emailing them those value posts, showing them that you're going to help them solve some type of problem or gain clarity on a problem. And then they will be excited to attend your event. And that is what your marketing should do. Your marketing does not stop at the sign up. Your marketing does not stop at the sign up. Keep your sign, the people who have signed up excited. Okay. So that is what I have for you today. That was Marketing Monday. Please drop a comment or an emoji or a reaction or something so I know I'm not rattling around in here by myself. And just let me know if you have any other questions, if you found any of this helpful. Did I give you a marketing channel that you hadn't considered before? Are you going to use virtual events now? Tons of questions. I want all of the answers. And I will see you next week.